Hey everybody, welcome back to It's the Little Things Podcast. Adam is in the podcast. I am here. I am here with Adam Celestino, my lovely boyfriend, who we've been doing six uh, long distance since uh, January now. And so we are now not doing long distance. He surprised me, which was super fun. Um, I was under the impression that my mother was pregnant again, but then Adam came out and it was so exciting, so fun. Um, so yeah, that was really cool. Do you have anything to say to the podcast? Um, how's everybody doing? Uh, I am back in Texas. I love it here. Just love it. Good to see my family again. Uh, friends. Yeah, it's just good to be home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, honestly, this is a podcast that kind of came out of nowhere. I didn't remember. And, um, I am, so I'm wondering, like, what, uh, yeah, um, maybe I'm, we're in the car right now, everybody, so we're just kind of hanging out. We bought a new microphone. Are you recording on Anchor? Yeah. (laughs) And. Sponsored by Anchor. Oh, maybe it is. Oh, maybe a little bit. Um. But what is one thing that you learned from long distance? One thing that I learned from long distance would be communication. Communication is key. No matter if it's text, call, email, MySpace, as long as there's an open line of communication from both sides, it helps with a lot of other things. Oh, maybe it's starting to rain. No, it's not. It is. It's sprinkling. Um, Next question. I agree. I agree. Okay, so what's something you... How did you stay positive? Because you were in Kentucky, you know, you had your friends, but you're, you know, your family's far away and I was far away, so how were you able to stay positive when, you know, school and everything might not have been going your way? Um, I think I just had a good group of guys around me the entire time. It never really seemed as bad as it is. Uh, Coach Stowers uh, used to tell us that everything is never as good as it seems and everything's not ever as bad as it seems. So keeping kind of like a level head through it all is kind of key and just looking forward to the next day and just just like keep doing stuff like whenever I felt I wasn't doing something and I was just sitting just thinking about everything bad going on I know that's a bad thing to do but sometimes you just want to think about all the bad stuff going on and I guess it's human but I don't know you just gotta get through it find yourself a good good group of friends good group of people around you to uh, support you through the goods and the bads Mm -hmm. and uh yeah that's what i'd say yeah yeah. i say that's key find some good friends yeah good stuff good stuff well how much do you love me that's Um, a really important question uh a lot good 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 answer good answer it's a great question yeah thanks thanks um well kind of going back to communication i know we're learning a lot because even three years in now, um, we're still, like, learning a lot about each other and, like, what the other one needs and um, kind of 
what all needs to be communicated and the things that, you know, don't really need to be communicated. So, you know, what are, what are some things that you think that, you know, that you would tell other people, like give them advice about communicating? Like for long distance or? Or or just in general, I guess. Both? I don't know. Um... Let the other person know what bothers you. Like, don't just, like, let it eat you up. Let them know. That way, I don't know, it's just like, I don't know, stuff like that. I think that goes in there more than just, like, romantic relationships, too, though. Yeah, like, no, I wasn't even talking, like, just us, but, like, even, like, in your, like, friendships. Like, if something that your friends are doing, like, bothers you or that you don't agree with or something like that, just, like... It doesn't have to be in front of, like, your group of friends. I can be one-on-one, like, later on in the dorms or, like, y'all are going out to go eat something. Like, that's the time where you, like, hash it out. Like, tell them why it bothers you and also be, like, open to hearing why they do whatever they do. Because sometimes they're doing it and they don't even know that bothers any anybody. They're just doing it because that's, that's just what they do. And so I think just... Like, communication in general with not just your relationship with your girlfriend or your wife or whatever, but with your friends and your peers goes a long way, and it you give what you get. You get what you give. Yeah, I think I saw, saw something the other day um, that said, um, like, you, your best friend, like, like, for me, I guess it'd be a girl, like, you know, your girl best friend, you treat them a certain way. Why do you treat your boyfriend any differently? So, yeah, I know, I know, that's good stuff. And so I was just thinking about that, like, that's so true. With your girlfriends, you're going to tell them straight up, like, hey, or, you know, I know guys do this. Girls do have a tougher time. Like, telling them straight up, like, what's making them mad or upset. Oh, yeah. And I think girls do have a tough time with that because I think they would rather... talk to other people uh, like behind their back and stuff yeah I, th- I mean guys do that too i just feel like guys don't really think about it as much they just like if it bothers them they'll just go up to the guy and tell them and yeah. then the other guy will like it's just, it just goes back and forth i feel like guys are just straight to the point like they don't really mm-hmm. i feel like nothing good comes out of holding it in though because then you're just growing angry and annoyed with the other person and they don't even know you're mad at them for what they did. Yeah. And I, th- I mean, that goes into other relationships like as well. Both people could be mad at each other, but for separate reasons. But they think it's the same reason. Right. And yeah. so that's why communication is so important. Not, And it's, again, like, not only just romantic relationships, but, the, like, you treat your girlfriend a certain way. Why wouldn't you treat your boyfriend or husband or whatever the same way? Like, with respect, you're going to be straight up with them, and then you're just going to, you know, you'll be fine. And you go hang out later. But I think that's kind of really important. Yeah. No, 100%. Uh, uh, I agree with you. <laughs> um, yeah. So why don't you tell everybody the story of how we met from your perspective and then I'll um, fix it. Oh. <laughs> Who made the first move? Me. Okay, well, I met you in advisory in Miss Saba's class one day whenever you were shadowing and I walked in with my buddy Chris and I was like yo Chris who is that 
told me who it was, told me that you were visiting, and so I went up to you. I instantly got your number. Uh, no, that did not then, happen. What? You didn't get my number till after we started dating. That's okay, though. See, you... <laughs> Sometimes you just have to be patient. You just have to wait. Like, when it, whenever you throw out your line, it's not going to be an automatic bite. Sometimes the bait's just going to sit there, and you have to wait. And eventually I got your number. So, I think I I did a great job, honestly. I wouldn't change anything. Great Me neither. Approach. Me neither. It was a great approach. It worked, obviously. And then... But we didn't go to... We, but it didn't... We just didn't, like, end up together right after that. Oh, no. So Adam we lollygagged. So, I was going to ask... In... India to prom... But he didn't in time. But I didn't in time. So we went with two separate people, and I ended up dancing with India. Because I was like, she's not going to dance. Like, she, she's just too shy to come talk to me. I'm, I'm like... I'm so shy. I was like, I'm just going to have to go I talk did to talk her. to you. You did? Well, I was on. on the dance floor with Hannah, busting it down. And then we... You went back to the water, and I saw you, and he no, was like, go, 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 go. And no. so we both went back to the water, and then you were like, blah, blah, drinking your water, and I was like, oh. Well, see, the thing so was, I started making I knew, small talk, and you I made fun of me that I knew you were over there just because of me, because you went to the water and didn't even get water. You were, like, organizing the cups, or, like, just, like, yeah, rearranging. That part's accurate. I was like, oh, <laughs> all right, this is bad. Like, I had to save her from this awkward from, moment. Yeah, with you. And because you wouldn't make a move. What did I, what was okay? So what's what's the next? So I happen? had to make the first move to go back there, and then finally you're like, India, let's dance, and I was like, ah, internally screaming. Okay, I didn't say it like that. That sounds like India, a movie. let's dance. It is a movie. I was basically in my head. I, I don't even remember what I said, but something mm-hmm. like that. And then I took your hand. See, that's that's. I didn't even wait for a yes. I just assumed you were gonna say yes. Well, yeah, I was back there organizing cups. Of course, I was going to say Yeah, that's what I was like. She's <laughs> she, she's organizing cups, so it's no chance I get it now. Exactly. But anyways, went to the middle of the dance floor, and then boom. I don't even remember what we talked about I on the dance floor. I remember we danced to two songs. It was Wagon Wheel and... Uh, Head Over Boots by Head John Party. Boots. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, and then three, later, three years later, we're at the parking lot. Of the Hewlin Mall. Mall right now, yeah, doing a podcast. Who would have who would have guessed that? So we have talked lots about, you know, our, um, you know, our relationship, how we met, and everything. And the first time, I ever knew that I wanted to have a future with Adam longer than just high school dating. We were sitting in retreat in chapel listening to a message and I wrote a note on a piece of paper that said I want to marry you one day how do you feel about that very sappy I made the first move on that one too I mean I thought that was really early it was like 8 or 9 months in yeah in high school but I was I was like wow I was like okay I have her hooked. Oh. This is awkward because I thought you felt the same way. Well, I feel like eight or nine months in, that's still a long time. I've just, 
So do you wait? Do you want to marry me? It's just people are still in high school. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. So you don't. And it's marry? retreat. So like, which retreat was fun? Mm-hmm. Had a really great time. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to marry me? Yes, I do. Convincing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, when was the first moment you knew you loved me? <laughs> After a district baseball game. Really? Which one? I don't know. What was like... What? What? This is the first time hearing of this. What was the moment? Like, why did you know you loved me then? I don't know. It was just... It was just like a yep. It's for sure now. It was probably after I had already said I love you to you and you said it back that you're like I didn't say anything. You I said bye and you said Alright bye, I love you and then you went, Oh dang it Oh I I do remember that. That was oh a hundred percent on accident. I didn't I hope you know I didn't actually love you then. No, I know you didn't. That's why I was like, Oh, okay. Then that's when you you decided you loved me. Was yeah. after I said I love you on accident. Yeah. It was like when you're on the phone with somebody and you're hanging up and you say I love you, bye. Yeah. Those are Batman wings. Um, so I guess a good question is how do we keep God at the center of our relationship? I would say just staying in his word and always trying to put the best example of him. Like, not just when we're together, but whenever we're out and about, just, like, on our own. Always, like, creating that image that he wants us to fulfill. What do you think? I agree. I think, um, I mean, I know, (laughs) I know that, um, it's, it's, I think prayer is very important and it's kind of underrated a lot of times. Um, and Adam does, you do a really good job of, you know, praying before meals or reminding me to, if I don't remember. And, um, and I think we kind of keep each other accountable a lot of times with stuff like that. And also just like you encourage me with my podcast and, you know, stuff like that I think a good way to stay like you said is staying in the word and just keeping each other accountable because I think you're supposed to build a relationship with God separately but then also together and then once you're married you are considered one man and wife become one in God's eyes and so then you work on it together but like before then you definitely need to work on your relationship with God separately as well as together Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, why don't you share your testimony since I waited until 15 minutes in to ask you about your testimony? From when? Because I feel like I have multiple different ones. Whichever one you want to share. Um... Think of a good one. I feel like retreat was a good time for me 
that I kind of like built my relationship back up with God. I feel like I was pretty like, I didn't really know what I was doing. Like I was kind of mixed in like different crowds. Like I wasn't really part of one crowd. I feel like I was kind of everywhere. But I did that to myself because like I was trying to still figure out who I was becoming. And uh, I felt like that last retreat kind of cleared everything up for me that like I don't really need to know my purpose right now like even though I want to like it's human nature to want to know like my purpose and everything but I think Miss Pritchett it was Miss Pritchett that gave that Mm -hmm. right she was uh she did a good job of uh kind of just like reassuring us that we don't need to know right now like it's it's actually like God doesn't want us to know like we're, we're not supposed to know and I feel like I just fall in that trap sometimes of wanting because you know I always want to have a plan for everything mm-hmm. and if I don't have a plan then I start going insane and it's nothing to freak out about it's just something that you learn along the way through lessons that you never thought you'd go learn I learned so many lessons just from Kentucky being up there with those guys and it's just a different way of living up there and I got to do it for two years and it was just a good time for me just to build by myself on my own away from everything here at home and uh just finding myself uh and where I'm at and where I'm going yeah and I think another thing that I think what I mean I know long distance kind of gets a bad rep but I think that I honestly think it was good for us. I think we needed time for us to kind of grow individually because we did start dating early in high school. I mean, we were older in high school, but we did start dating early on in our lives where we really hadn't figured out who we are yet. And I think obviously we're still figuring that out, but it was good for us to be able to spend that time growing. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing for you to grow in your relationship as well as growing with someone but yeah mm-hmm. but yeah anyways I th- think that that's pretty cool so um, why don't you share with the class um, your favorite bible verse My favorite one in well before college was Colossians three twenty three. I have it on my, I have it. On, feel like everything, like on my bag, on my glove. I have it stitched in my glove actually. But before, uh, after college, it's most definitely Matthew. Oh, I sent it to you one day, three twenty two. Mm-hmm. Few, uh, many are invited, but few are chosen. I think that's what it is. I love that Bible verse. Yeah. Coach Stowers told us it one day after practice, and it was a pretty hard practice. Everyone did pretty bad, and he let us, or uh, it was Coach Elam. Coach Elam let us know that, and I don't know. It just gives me gratitude more than anything. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of things are like, why this happened to me? Why am I in this situation? Why do I have to do this? This guy isn't doing that. 
but it's like I get to do it. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people think it's cliche, but it's true because we are put in a bunch of unique positions, and I feel like people just get jealous whenever their position isn't like somebody else's. But before that, nobody else was put in that position. So, I don't know. I just think people should take their situations as something unique and something with endless possibilities instead of just looking at all the negative sides of it and why you're dreading doing it or why you're dreading just whatever's going on. I think something I've seen a lot is about how um exactly that verse like there are lots of all Christians are called to share the gospel all Christians are called to go to the ends of the earth and spread God's word and all Christians are um called to do all these things but few are chosen because few will actually follow the footsteps of Jesus and follow his what he's called us to do and so I think that's really cool to think about it's also kind of sad when you think about like how only few will actually be chosen to do his work because there's only a few that are actually willing to go to the end of the earth for the lord so i think that's pretty crazy but i agree like we're each given such unique stories and such unique lives that um we should be grateful for everything we're given the highs and the lows and all in between there because it makes us unique and it makes our story unique mm-hmm. um so what's your favorite book right now i guess we were reading proverbs for a little bit until everything got pretty hectic with baseball but yeah i feel like that's probably been the book that I've been in the most yeah. this semester is Proverbs. <coughs> oh, goodness. I feel like Proverbs I've always kind of been, like, drawn to for some reason, though. Like, even growing up, I was, I don't know, Proverbs just always did it for me. But I feel like, though, like, in Proverbs, the scripture is a lot more easier to, like, draw from. Or for me, it was, like, a lot more relatable for some reason. Like, weirdly. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter where in the book of Proverbs, like, you could just pick something and somehow it'd be related, like, whenever you dive deeper. Especially in the, I think it's the second or third chapter. Just the beginning chapters. I agree. Proverbs is a really good book. So, like, what's your favorite book book? Oh, like, favorite book book. Oh, uh... Uh, I don't really know if I have a favorite book book other than the Bible. You just, you just read a book, didn't you? Yeah, but that's not my favorite book. The 12, 12, uh, Rules of Life by Jordan yeah. Pearson. That What's one. That um, kind of just, it's more like self, self-fulfillment, kind of knowing your purpose type deal again. And, uh, it has a lot to do with business too, which I kind of like, but not like, they don't like analyze business mm-hmm. it's just kind of like partnerships and stuff like that but uh i have man i should have prepared for this i would have had a couple quotes 
because I have some highlighted ones in there, and they're good. Yeah. Jordan Pearson is a great speaker. Maybe, oh, man, I do have some good ones in there. I can't even think of them right now. They're highlighted. I. That was, like, the first book that I actually, like, wrote notes in and, like, highlight stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'll probably read another one of his books again. Not my favorite book. Definitely a top five book, though. What, okay, then what's your favorite? <laughs> if that's not your favorite, what's your favorite? Uh, well, in English class, we finished reading Beowulf. That's your favorite? No, uh, but it was interesting. <laughs> then what's uh, your favorite book? Uh, I don't think I have a favorite book. Okay, that is a fair answer. I just was a little confused about the top five. If you don't have the top one, um, what's, it what's your second favorite book? <laughs> Probably something by Jordan Pearson. You've read multiple books by Jordan Pearson. Only two, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but they were both good. That's good. I'm glad you liked him. And the Bernstein Bears were always oh. a great. <laughs> those are always just some great novels. Novels. <laughs> I don't know if they're considered novels. They are. Um, Dang. Um, And then the last question. Beyond. I know. I'm sorry. Dad's going to say something about that. The last question is always. I'm honored to get a yawn. Hey, the best one to get the yawns. Um, The last question is, what is your favorite part of God's creation? That I always ask my guests. Those are the questions I ask. There's a lot of them. His ability to put... And this is in my eyes. But I do think it's very true. His ability to put the right people in your life at the right time. Because his timing, or maybe just his timing in general. Like, for situations that I go through, or like, good or bad, it's like they happen at the right times, and like, it might be a year or two later that I looked back on him. I was like, I needed to learn. Like, I had to go through that to make this feel so much, like, better. Mm-hmm. Like, the moment. Like, example, I haven't necessarily been there yet. But, um, so the regional championship that we had, we came back all the way from, like, 10 one all the way to 10-8 in the last inning. And it's a winner go home. And I knew this was my last time with those guys. So I really wanted to win that tournament. And whenever that last out got made, it just like, I crumbled. Mm-hmm. Like that was, that was it for me. And just looking, taking a few steps back and just seeing everybody and how everybody was super down and everyone was just torn apart. I knew like that that was supposed like that was meant to happen. Like that was written a long time ago that that was going to happen. 
but it's just going to make the time that they end up winning it or I end up winning a championship so much better because, like, I went through, like, all the hurt to, like, fuel up the good parts, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And, like, fuel up, like, all the hard work because maybe I wouldn't ha- have worked as hard if I didn't lose in the regional championship or something like that. I don't know, but it's not even stuff like that. It's stuff with, like, deaths, tragedies, even good stuff. I think his time is just perfect, and although it's not as timely as we want it sometimes, it always ends up being the right time. I agree. Amber and I were talking yesterday about how perfectly somebody was in our life at one point, and they left, and I was like, you know, if they were still in our life, I don't know if it would be super beneficial for us. But they were in our life at the exact perfect time that they needed to be, and it benefited Amber and I so much. And But, yeah, we were just talking about that. But, anyways, before we close out on the podcast, because we're coming up to time, um, I just want to say thank you for being on here, and I love you a lot, and I appreciate your wisdom. And, anyways. Do I get a part? Have you had a part two? Oh, yeah, you have had a part two. Yeah, you get yeah. a part two. Nah, it's I'll okay. Give you- it's all right, it's all right, it's all right. All right. Um, but anyways, thanks everybody. But I'll be down. Okay, <laughs> thanks everybody. I, I will be on the next one. All right, is what I heard. I, everybody, thank you so much for listening. If you have questions that you want to ask Adam and I, would we, we can just do me or just Adam? We'll do Q and A. Maybe yeah, yeah. yeah next we'll episode, do, we'll do a Q and A. Um, maybe on YouTube. Yeah, for all my fans, our fans out there. Adam's fans. Alrighty, guys. I have some fans. Out yeah, there. I know you do. Thanks everybody All for watching and listening, uh, or just listening actually. Um, thank you for listening and uh, be the reason someone smiles today.